Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with me, your host, practitioner Rebecca Conran. And this week, we actually are going to have an energy report, and we're going to look at the um, season of Sagittarius and what's going on uh, from the 15th of November through to the end of the month, Um, actually through till December the 3rd. And some of the key core elements that are really uh, highlighted during this season. So let's get started. Um, Sagittarius is going to be a big shift from the Scorpio energy. It always is. It happens every year. Um, Sagittarius always comes right after Scorpio. And Scorpio can feel very intense. It can feel very vulnerable that period of time because that's what we're meant to be doing. We're meant to be looking deep within. And I think it's no surprise that we have such an optimistic, flexible, hopeful energy that comes after a very inflexible, um, piercing, deep, you know, uh, going to the depths type of uh, period for us. And I think some of the energy right now is being compounded because it is a little bit hard to move forward. I mean, Mars is retrograde, so we're not necessarily, we can, we can feel the pull of our, of our hopes and dreams, but we can't necessarily act on them. Every, all the pieces have not come together for us to act on things yet. And that can be very frustrating, but I think that Sagittarius season comes in and it just brings this new fresh air. And I think especially because it works with the 11 energy of November, which is all about intention, setting intention, being focused on, you know, this higher vision for ourselves. Um, This energy is really, I, I feel like it's this fresh air that's coming in to help set the tone for winter season for us, get us really clear about what we are wanting to build. And then we know that Capricorn is a building season and that's going to come next. So this is our visionary season. And the season really started on um, November 15th, which was yesterday with Venus's entry into Sagittarius. So this placement asks us, what's the truth about how you practice love? What's the truth about your availability to feel loved? What's the truth about what you need to feel valued in life? What's the truth about the type of relationship that works for you that might be different from society's norm? So guess what Sagittarius does? Well, it searches for and it examines truth. Perhaps this is a time when your philosophy on love is changing, not just romantic love, but what it means to practice love within, self-love. Perhaps we thought enlightenment was an event or about having knowledge. And now we see that it's actually a daily practice. It's a way that we behave towards ourselves. It's how we choose our thoughts moment to moment. The great news is that when we change our perspective, we actually change ourselves. And this is how we become the masters of our response to life. As we see Uh, things differently ourselves, we see people respond differently to us, we see life responding differently, and somehow this altered state produces different results than the patterns have come before. But the precursor is change. It's changing our minds, it's changing our perspective. 
Um, and this is what allows us to make real changes in our life. So if we feel stuck in one area, we must remember that the key to becoming unstuck will be making a change. And that doesn't mean a physical change. It means a internal change, a change in how we see or experience, um, our lives. And I love Sagittarius because this is a fiery spirit sign that helps us to stay optimistic about those changes and about finding solutions um, to some of the problems that we are seeing in our lives. It's going to definitely feel like um, a, a an in, an sort of an in what's the word injection of uh, spirit into our lives right now. Um, and this is also going to be because Jupiter, which is, um, a Sagittarius planet is going to also turn direct before the end of the month. Um, and we're going to talk about that as well. And this is going to help us to also feel a bit more luck coming in a bit more forward motion in that. Oh my gosh, I guess I'm not so unlucky after all, if that's, uh, what some of the <laughs> messages of Scorpio season brought us. When we have um, Venus in Sagittarius, we can feel more called to travel and expansion. We may even feel restless for it, a burning for freedom and, and to kind of just go our own way and have an adventure. Um, and especially as Chiron, which is the wound where the light gets in, that's going to end its retrograde period in the beginning of December. So we're definitely feeling a call to freedom within. Um, it doesn't have to be that freedom comes from leaving your life behind freedom. Again, it's a shift in perspective. It's a shift in how we are experiencing our life. So this is the place to start experiencing that freedom is to experience it within our own hearts and minds. Venus in Sagittarius asks us to be generous, tolerant, and enthusiastic about how we show love and beauty in the world, which is what Venus is here to do. It's here to express and share love and to share beauty. Um, but it demands when it's in Sagittarius that we're really telling the highest truths about ourselves, that we're really moving with honesty. Chiron and Aries, which we're going to start feeling the pull to the uh, direct motion, also asks us to be authentically ourselves. Uh, we want to remember that everybody in the world right now is trying to make sense of their own mortality, their own survival, and they hold personal truths that may not be able to be comprehended by us and vice versa. So we want to have compassion for that collective discomfort um, for the way that everybody has the right, as messy as it can be to find their way to love and beauty in their lives. Um, I definitely didn't find it in an easy way. I definitely went through a lot of darkness to find love and, um, beauty in my life. And so we need to remember to not be judging others when they're in those periods or ourselves in those periods of breakdown, if it looks quite messy and chaotic before the love and beauty are fully uh, embodied. You know, we want to have comp compassion right now, remain non-judgmental, and really remember that there's more than one way uh, to access higher truth. And that's through my truth, through your truth, through whatever truth. 
And it's so important not to be uh, self-righteous. Um, and sometimes Sagittarius, that's its downfall, is a self-righteousness that um, can really lead to a further separation from what it is we really want, which is the unconditional love, ability to tap into, to be received by, to experience and share unconditional love. Um, one little message that's coming up as we come into Sagittarius season, I think that we, hopefully as a society, we're really seeing um, things differently in the way that we communicate with one another. The next uh, shift that we're going to have is on the 17th of uh, November, and that's going to be when Mercury enters Sagittarius. And when I think of this, I do think of kind of call out culture, cancel culture, and the need to be right over being um, helpful or kind or expressing uh, universal truth. Um, a lot of times when people want to be right, they want to posture. You know, they want to pat themselves on the back. And there's no road for redemption or recovery for our fellow man. And without that, then we will continue to have such severe separation and suffering. And the truth is, is that if we see the truth as it is, the highest truth, then we're not just seeing our righteousness, we're also seeing our with our compassion. And those two things can't really live together in the society of cancel culture. Um, there's definitely the self-righteousness there. And oftentimes, you know, what people are called out on is very meaningful and true. And I think that it's important to be assertive and to share, you know, um, things with people when they need to have that shakeup happen. But we also need to remember our compassion and where it is that, um, separation comes from, where it is that the wounding comes from. And when we do so, we remember that everybody is struggling and it's very, very hard to see your way through to self-responsibility and self-love. And when you're not doing that, how you are expressing yourself can be very, um, your behaviors can be very destructive. And as a person who um, was in a very destructive environment and had very destructive beliefs as a child, I definitely had homophobic beliefs. Um, I mean, you know, I was raised in an Orthodox Christian um, like re religion, so obviously I had these warped views about marriage and et cetera, et cetera. And as I grew out of that, my changes, as I left that religion and I, and I grew into my own thinking, my beliefs changed my, um, the way that I moved through the world changed. I became an ally for, um, individuals who wanted to live their life truthfully that weren't being accepted by, um, you know, <laughs> those who are stuck in an archaic view of what, um, their ideas of tradition are. And, um, I think that everybody has the ability to get there too, you know, to have that kind of a calling where they become more accepting and loving of other individuals. 
Um, and it really is important how we manage that. When my cousins who, you know, had been participating in shunning me and shaming me when I left the religion, when they became adults, they came to me and they apologized for their behavior and, um, asked for my forgiveness when it came their time to think freely on their own when they were in their twenties. And, um, of course I forgave them and, and brought them in. And I always left the room, the door open for that kind of shift to happen. And I think this is what is so important with this culture that we're living in. It's, it's, um, it's not that we shouldn't be calling people out. It's the manner that we do so. It's the act of revenge that we may be feeling underneath by doing so. It's the fact that we don't leave the door open to growth and to reconciliation and to um, someone being able to change their life around. Um, I think we always must be leaving that energetic space available. And that is where we're really harnessing our own ability to have compassion for ourselves too. If we have that kind of compassion, um, for others, uh, it's, it's a window into how much compassion we're allowing for ourselves too. So this is, you know, part of the lessons that Mercury is going to bring us in Sagittarius. So again, on the 17th, Mercury enters Sagittarius. Mercury, the messenger, the planet of perception, information processing, and communication. It's going to leave Scorpio. And as it does, the next, over these few days, we may find more addictive or wounded thinking penetrating deeply into these days um, as we kind of are in those release degrees of Scorpio. In the zodiac, Sagittarius sits right across from Gemini, whose natural ruler is Mercury. So when a planet is in the sign opposite the sign it rules, it's said to be in its detriment. And what that means is that its action may be seen as weakened with this placement. So maybe we're not processing information as well as we could. We're not communicating as well as we could. We're not seeing things clearly as well as we could. Um, Mercury is really helpful in getting us organized, but with Sagittarius, we're more focused on the big picture and maybe even rushing towards the big picture and, or, or, um, communicating via abstract thought. And so we forget the details. And as we know, the devil is in the details, i.e. the most problematic parts. So it's, it's not necessarily negative. Well, it's not negative. I don't want to even say it's necessarily negative. It's not negative to have, um, Mercury, you know, this mind placement, uh, in this, in the themes of higher truth, philosophy, faith, and optimism. That's not negative at all. It can be quite visionary, but we must remember to put one foot in front of the other and manage those everyday aspects of life. As we've just been speaking about, the shadow side that can play out of this energy is just self-righteousness, needing to be right, being judgmental, um, just really steamrolling others with our uh, beliefs. And no time has had a greater amount of that going on than today. There's so many people that don't care about facts, um, that just want to be right. And this is on both sides of the fence. You know, this is all individuals that just want to project whatever's inside of them outward, um, their version of rightness. And, um, 
I think that, you know, what to remember with Mercury and Sagittarius is to not run away from difficulty or conflict, to use communication to create understanding without being pushy about our version of the truth, of what truth is. Um, and it really is sometimes, what I always say is that truth doesn't need to be defended. When something is true and we know at its core it's the truth, we just don't even need to feel defensive about it. Um, so where you feel defensive about truth, where you feel like you have to protect truth, to me that is a sign that um, maybe you're not quite clear about your deeper beliefs. Maybe you're not quite clear that that really is your truth. Um, so the good news about this energy is this is a great time for spiritual study, for travel, even a day trip to immerse ourselves in other cultures, new ideas, to think big, to think optimistically, but we're really going to have to apply extra effort to stay detail oriented and grounded mentally and really in a place of like loving communication, loving, clear communication where listening is also key and not just speaking. Um, but again, having this placement right now, it's a jolly thing for our thoughts because we need a little bit of optimism and enthusiasm at this time. Um, you may find it a little bit harder to focus with, um, the Sagittarius energy. You may have to watch about over caffeinating yourself and things that can sort of pull us out of, um, our focus You may need to really focus more on those grounding practices, uh, that help you to to be present and to be in the now, but, um, overall, I think this is a nice shift, uh, into this flexible energy from the fixed energy of Scorpio. And I think it's a really good time to just zero in on your spirituality and make those rituals and routines, um, just the, the most important part of your day and your experience. On the 22nd of November, the sun is going to enter Sagittarius, and then we are 100% fully into Sagittarius season. Remember, this season is only, you know, a few weeks long. It's only going to be a few weeks before some of the planets start moving into Capricorn. So we want to really make the most of this time, the spiritual time. What we need the most is to, especially through the winter months here in, um, the Northern hemisphere is to remember like what it's all about, what we're doing, you know, what we're trying to grow, because it's going to be hard to see the outward picturing of that growth for a little, for a short period of time. And so it's even more important to anchor into that, those beliefs, that optimism, that hope, um, that yes, those little plants, they're growing their seedlings under the earth and eventually, uh, everything that's in its dormant state is going to become alive again in the external world. So when the sun enters Sagittarius, it's another friendly shift, you know, when the collective identity or the sun enters into this, uh, optimistic energy. Sagittarius is the philosopher. And, you know, this is all about looking up, choosing to look forward, keep on keeping on. 
flexible energy is just what we need after being, if we're feeling stuck, you know, this is the energy that's going to allow us to shift gears. The symbol for Sagittarius is the archer. And so it's really, um, hearkening back to, are we staying deeply focused on our intentions and are we pointing our, focusing our attention and intention on, on that, um, bullseye, whatever that bullseye is for us. We want to become unwavering in our vision. We want to just really only be seeing the end of that arrow for ourselves. Um, and cultivating and reworking that vision with each new moment of truth that comes along as well. This is very spiritual energy ruled by Jupiter again, the Sagittarius. And tomorrow on the 23rd, um, it's going to go, Jupiter's going to go direct in Pisces. So we're absolutely feeling this burning of our inner truth right now. And as we move through Sun and Sagittarius, we will feel lighter, more active, more ignition, um, but again, we want to remember that Mars is retrograde. So we're actively seeing more expansion in our lives in terms of our perspective and our inner truth and our spiritual knowing, but we may not be able to act upon that just yet in the external. So what to watch for with Sagittarius season is really running away, um, instead of facing what you need to face, um, trying to make everything like like trying to fix everything in a way that it's all light and happy and, and not continuing to honor the more vulnerable aspects. Imagining that the grass is greener over there can be a very, um, shadow aspect of, of Sagittarius. Um, and again, just that self-righteousness and judge and, and being judgmental. I think Scorpio is can be very judgmental to that energy of Scorpio in it, in its shadow is extremely judgmental as well. So we don't want to continue these patterns of judgment and self-righteousness. Um, we want to be able to, again, allow room for growth, um, by cultivating our unconditional love instead, you know, you can be right without being righteous about it, you know? And again, if you feel that you're right, then there's no need to have any defensiveness around it. Um, you don't need to defend something that is a truth, like a higher truth. Um, so looking at where that self-righteousness comes from, what's the motivation behind it or the motivation behind judgment and then I would go a step further too and say, when that energy comes out, the self-righteousness, the judgment, it's gonna, for me, that's a picture that there's a lot of probably uh, unfair behavior going on inwardly as well. So on the 23rd of November, Jupiter is going to go direct in Pisces and we've got a new moon in Sagittarius. So we take all that Sagittarius energy we've been learning about and we feel it really deeply at our core. This is a day where we feel it as a part of our persona. We see how our persona handles both the light and dark aspects of these themes and we feel the energy. We also are going to set the tone for the lessons of Sagittarius season for ourselves uh, with this energy and see exactly where we are. And I would really think that um, how we will see that is we will see rapid manifestation around this time based on either 
the light or dark aspects of these themes, you know, maybe we'll be manifesting both. (laughs) Um, But with Jupiter being, you know, it's a great, lucky, optimistic, spiritual, expanding planet in the sky. And it brings all those themes to us when it's retrograde the, the work goes inward when it's, uh, direct, the work comes externally and we see those things externally. So we may see exactly what our thoughts and our desires and our beliefs, um, are getting us right now, where, where we're heading and Jupiter in Pisces, it has us merging and becoming one with everything. So, um, this is the, uh, energy work I'm, I'm going to discuss at the end of this is going to come in handy here because sometimes the boundaries and the energy can become very foggy within the Pisces. You know, there's a great merging going on. Um, and in some ways that's how we learn to understand other is by feeling the energy. Um, but we also need to remember when we need to kind of remove ourselves and our own energy from something that from, from other, uh, energy fields so that we can, you know, truly be, um, ourselves and not be influenced energetically by anything that's not of us. So, you know, uh, if we're merging with love, that's great. It will feel good. But if we're merging with, with pain or the victimization of these times, that can be very, uh, there can be a lot of suffering with that. So that's where the energy boundaries are going to come in healthy, uh, come in handy and healthy. This new moon in Sagittarius is reminding us the degree is the second degree of Sagittarius. And it's reminding us that our deepest need is to embrace our astounding nature and let it be free despite all signs to the contrary. And that's from inside degrees. So again, this new moon in Sagittarius reminding us our deepest need is to embrace our astounding nature and let it be free despite all signs to the contrary. So we want to put hope as the aspect that's on the pedestal. Um, You can be practical and hopeful. And this is a time to allow your sense of spirituality to rule your life you know, and again, though, there's a, there's, um, stuff to look at around that. We're going to see everybody letting their sense of spirituality rule their life. Now, whether that is a judgmental self-righteous sense of spirituality, or it's one based in unconditional love and compassion, you know, that's for each of us to kind of define and see, hopefully for us, it's one that is defined by our compassion for ourselves, our love for ourselves. And then that that becomes the spirituality that is, that is focused outwardly with Jupiter coming direct, um, with this new fresh emotional start, we might feel a bit more luck on our side. We might feel more optimism coming in. It's easier to be optimistic, hopefully. Um, interestingly, the next two moons, new moons happen on, they both are happening on the 23rd of the month. Two, symbolizing separation and balance. Three, symbolizing creation and expression. And then when we add them together, we get five, freedom. So this whole Sagittarius season to me is very much about um, creating balance, um, tuning into like what we're manifesting and what we're 
what we are growing and creating through our internal um, atmosphere and then creating freedom in our lives, freedom from fear, freedom from um, negative thoughts overtaking us, uh, freedom really from whatever it is that we truly need freedom from. This is what the empowering part of this month is all of, is trying to tell us is that that freedom comes through the mind. Um, the last two things I want to talk about on the 25th of November, it's a Friday. Yes, Thanksgiving is on the Thursday, but um, many people, uh, especially people connected to uh, the original ancestors of these lands, especially in America, they take this time on the Friday, the 25th, to honor our ancestors, the ancestral lands, and to offer prayers of gratitude um, towards our ancestors, those who came before, who honored human life, nature, and the rituals that somehow have been passed on to us too, so that we have these energetic passageways into higher truth. So today we want to spend time in gratitude for them, you know, with our rituals to nature, um, thanking our ancestors and those, um, of these lands, uh, for the sacrifices and the experiences that enabled their spirit to be known by us that we might carry on in the tradition of reverence of life. So keep your thoughts elevated and send prayers out to those who need to touch on this divine presence and make it a very, uh, uh, clear day to offer up that, um, to really focus on that intention and to really connect with nature. The final thing I want to talk about, uh, that is very, um, important to this Sagittarius season is that Neptune in Pisces is going to go direct too. So we've got both Jupiter and Neptune turning direct in Pisces all while we're in this, um, you know, spiritual season, this truth-telling season. So when Neptune goes uh, direct in Pisces, it's going to be December the 3rd. And this is a day to be aware of the fear and monsters our own shadows and darkness can create lurking in the background, awaiting us as we give them permission to do so because of our fears. This is the energy of karmic repercussions. We, we could have had a very innocent, time in this lifetime, but perhaps our fears are from other energetic imprints or those of our ancestors. There is a possible true knowing of everything to break free of, free of with this shift, but we must be aware of our energy, our energy boundaries, and practices that either dig us deeper into darkness or allow for clarity. So you could have a sense that there's some big bad wolf waiting for you. And the energy here is saying that, um, our fears are going to create those monsters that are lurking in the background, or it's going to be a fear that, you know, we experienced in some other energetic time frame for ourselves. Um, but again, it's within our control. It's within our, um, it's up to us to shift out of that fear energy to become aware of our energy, to say no to those, you know, monsters, uh, and to really run the show, be the masters of our response and, and really, 
claim our own space and, you know, uh, dig ourselves out of the darkness and allow for clarity and allow this optimistic, unconditional, loving, compassionate energy to really be what shines through, to let our love shine through. Neptune's far away, so we're, we're not always feeling its effects, but we will during the station. You know, Neptune is going to help us to break apart the parts of our ego that need to be kind of humbled or that we need to become responsible for so that we can feel connected to um, the more loving aspects of life. Neptune is what we need to overcome the me to see that there's absolutely no lines of separation between us and our life, that the only uh, obstacle is really our lack of clarity. As the retrograde period comes to an end, we can see maybe where obsessions, fantasy, illusion, deceit are happening in our lives. We can also see where we might have lost sight of our imagination or creative powers, um, as well as, you know, working towards our dreams. Maybe that's what becomes apparent, that we lost sight of that. My dream is the dream of unconditional love and compassion, as I believe it also begets happiness. And sometimes when life is hard or I'm not seeing that outwardly pictured, I can lose sight of that goal or dream. But I must rem remember to return to it over and over again, that that's actually my dream. Neptune Direct is going to bring our dreams back into reality. And what we're working for in this life is going to become clearer to us again during this time. It's going to become really apparent. Neptune is... 100% at home in Pisces, and this energy is, is going to really color the next few weeks. The mystery of life, the urge to know the intangible, uh, you know, how magic and synchronicity are happening, and yet um, also the subtle energy of our shadow and how that's happening, the stuff hidden in our subconscious. We're really going to be immersed in, in all of these uh, themes around this time. The energy of this planet's consciousness of Neptune, it really swings from the most high highs to the most extreme lows. Um, so those who are in the density of unconsciousness are going to feel more unclear than ever. And as a collective, our addictions are going to be more pronounced than ever. Neptune helps us to work through our past karma and perhaps even where we get right with our inevitable mortal end too. We may see people, um, you know, uh, transitioning during this time because it's a time when the veil is thin and it's not a punishment or a reward. It may just be that kind of the timing that ena enables someone to get right with themselves or with their, with their mortal life. When Neptune turns direct, we may feel more intuitive and connected to synchronicity than ever, especially with Jupiter now uh, direct. Or we could, if we haven't been paying attention to our deepest needs, also see ourselves creating illusions in reality and being further thrown back onto ourselves in a desperate plea from our higher selves to become more authentic versions rooted in love. So that's really the point of all this shit, all of these planetary shifts, is to be the love that you wish to see in the world. Um, it's a simple enough sentence, but so hard to execute in this consciousness <laughs> that we live in, you know, where we 
see so much um, addiction to self-abuse, oppression, crisis, and chaos being um, reflected back and from ourselves too. So the Neptune shift is going to help break, uh, help us further break through our own personalities to be more unconditionally loving. Jupiter is going to give us the luck on our side and the optimism and the expansion to do this next chapter for us um, of evolution. And Sagittarius basically gives us the wherewithal to want to do the work of evolution. Um, all very, very helpful when we have no choice, <laughs> really. You know, it's like we don't really have a choice. So, like, we're either, it's like we're being dragged along or we're choosing to walk along. Um, one is less intense than the other, but both are pretty intense experiences for sure. Um, but this is all about, you know, as much as we can become empowered and choose without feeling, you know, choose change without feeling dragged into change, I think leads to a greater sense of confidence in oneself and empowerment and just a willingness to do the work, um, that it takes to be human. So as I've mentioned a few times, one of the main important, one of the core important things to be focused on this month is going to be clearing your energy. So we really need to focus on fortifying and protecting our personal energy fields. It could be protecting our home, you know, um, and again, we use rituals to, um, define the intention. It's really our intention that does the energy work. The rituals help to be in the practice of the energy work. So you could use herbs to cleanse the energy of your doorways, hang talismans of protection. You could focus on your own personal hygiene routine, routines using water to cleanse and purify your energy. Maybe you just have a concept of strong boundaries with others and that that's something you either write down or you have a little prayer intention that you say around those boundaries. It might be that you use dance, yoga, or fitness to move energy up and out of your body, or you could work with a practitioner, practitioner um, such as myself, to help you clear cords and uh, energies from outside that are disruptive and complicated. But the ritual is about uh, incorporating more energy clearing routines into your life to keep yourself free from the distractions of interfering energy and grounded in yourself. And again, it's the intention that matters and the behavior helps to, um, solidify the intention. There's many changes afoot this rest of this month. Some of them are tense. Yes. But in the same way, we've been fielding our challenges all year long. So we're going to be just fine. Some of the shifts happening will feel like a huge weight is being lifted. Perhaps um, it's a private weight that's lifting because we still live in the collective and there's still maybe an, a heaviness that we experience there. But nevertheless, there is supportive energy afoot. There's definitely some shifts to look forward to as well. I'm very excited about Jupiter and Neptune turning direct. I find that very helpful, <laughs> um, even if it's a routine thing that they're retrograde. Um, I think it will feel a lot, um, it'll feel a lot more joyful with that Jupiter direct and a lot more loving with that Neptune direct. 
And then the November 11 numerology is just that powerful reminder that our thoughts become our intentions and wishes. And in this way, the thoughts are our biggest focal point as what we focus on with intent comes to be. So if we have some scary thoughts going on, some um, thoughts that are outside of our well-being or outside of holding ourselves in a lovable and worthy state, um, remember that you don't want to think yourself into a self, self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, and that's what the number 11 is all about, a number of mastery. It's about being aware that you're co-creating your reality through your thoughts. And that's not something to be, I'm saying to be alarmist or to put blame anywhere. It's really just something to be aware of. And the more awareness we have, the more that we are conscious and mindful of our thoughts and the more that we are empowered in our creative, uh, in our ability to create. So number 11 is a number of mastery and is about being aware that, um, you're a magnificent creator who has the ability to create and manifest, uh, immediate results. And, uh, you know, um, it's simply asking us to be mindful and be aware of where we're unsupportive of ourselves and where we need to change direction and where we need to bring more optimism and compassion and love into the picture. I'm wishing you all a light and optimistic Sagittarius season. And uh, as I've mentioned before, through the 30th of November, you can use the code new rates discount, which will be linked in the show notes to receive 45% off of sessions and packages. And that's through, uh, November the 30th. All right, my friends, I will be in touch soon. Lots of love.